0: It's time for another episode of Legally Unfiltered. I'm here with attorney Richard Sprinkle. My name is attorney Franz Borchardt. Legally, Legally Unfiltered is a legal podcast and show talking about issues in the media, issues that face your life with a legal twist. This week, this week, Richard, this week we got an email in. We got it. We got a good one. We reached into the goodie bag. Yes. And said, hey, if you email us a topic, if you email us a topic and we use the topic to legally unfiltered at gmail.com, right. you, get, you get a legally unfiltered coffee mug. That's right. Hell, we may even give this dude two legally gonna, I think ones. we're going to give him two. Give him two. We're, we're going to give this guy so two the topic, legally un, unfiltered mugs. The topic, today, the topic today is why, oh, why is it so problematic and difficult for prosecutors and their justice system to basically prosecute domestic violent crimes? And it's a complex topic, right? Yeah, We're gonna is. We're going to delve into that. But first, let's let let's let's go over a few things, very important. For more information about our show, go to www.legallyunfiltered.com. If you want a chance to win your mug, your free Legally Unfiltered coffee mug, email us a show topic to legallyunfiltered at
1: gmail.com. If we use the show topic, you get free goodies. Yeah. So. Well, I'm going to stop you, because before we get started on the domestic abuse battery topic... Violence, domestic violence topic. I want you to tell everybody where you've been, because I'm sure they've been missing us.
0: All right. So, so we've been on a hiatus. This is the second time we're going to address this in an episode. I went to Spain for 20 days. You know, we're on season two of Legally Unfiltered, but we might as well be in season. We're almost to three. Season two has been long. So season, we're about to hit season three. So I needed a break. I needed a break, folks. And so I went to Spain for 20 days, with my, 20 days with my wife, and that is why we're back. That is why we are now hammering to get you fresh, sexy, live episodes. Well, they're not technically live. We pre-record them.
1: They're live while we're recording them. Yes. So, we're live. So,
0: yes, Richard, that's <laughs> why we've been gone. It's my fault. All right. So domestic crimes. Yeah. So we have this crime. Yep. This crime that is- Alleged. Hated by society. It is one of the most vile crimes in the book, besides of course, sexual assault, sexual violence, rape, right. You know, besides child pornography, we have taken a tough as a society, we've taken a tough stand on domestic violence.
1: Well, let's let's look at it historically. Now we take a tough stance on it. way back when in the day, the courts really it weren't has, too tough. on it, it has evolved, right? You know, we used to live in an archaic world where you
0: know you could beat your wife with a broomstick or what is it—a stick that's no. Like bit, on certain days of
1: the week, or yeah, some it was crap.
0: some weird, was asinine ridiculous. stuff. So now, yeah. in 2019, society has declared war on domestic violence, as it should, and we have created tough laws on this. But notwithstanding that, Richard, it is awfully tough to successfully prosecute domestic violent crimes. Well, and why do you think that is? Well, it's a couple things. One, oftentimes victims don't show up and they don't participate. And they don't participate and show up either because of fear, either because they have a financial tie to the individual that has abused them. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying domestic violence because that can be physical abuse only. It can be physical and emotional abuse. It can be a whole different slew of things. Sure, sure. So victim participation is one thing. And again, victim participation based on fear, if I go and cooperate and I go testify against this dude, I'm going to get a bigger beat down. It's impossible what can happen. Yeah. Or this dude and I'm saying dude it can be I, I've represented I, I, female I've seen it happen the other way, yeah. Yeah. If I pursue a claim against this accused person, this person supplies me money and I will be essentially financially shooting myself in the foot, which right. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that mindset. I mean, look, if you if you've got multiple kids with somebody and they're financially supporting you, it it's easy to say put that dude in jail. But the reality is Where are
1: you gonna how are you gonna feed the kids? Right,
0: exactly. Yeah. So that's part of it. Part of it also is a lot of times when there's not a clear indenture or evidence of abuse, it's he said, she said. Yep. No bruises. It's, right. No black eyes. Or or Even more problematic, who started it? Right. Because one spouse may start it, and one spouse may act in self-defense and stop it, and then you have a problem there. And look, there's also issues with false allegations. That's where I was going to go next. Yeah. One of the big problems with this is false allegations, Richard. Somebody claims, because look, we're living in a world. Let's not mince words about it. We're living in a world where... You know, you can have somebody arrested and removed from a house. Um, a
1: spe- One call,
0: yeah, that's all. Yeah, yeah. And look, and look, these also in in Louisiana at least, domestic violence has has integrated itself into our family law. So, if you can prove domestic violence, that may give you a different amount of support. It may
1: give you a different. Child custody arrangement. Oh, it will. Yeah, so it'll, it'll get you out of the, in uh, through the divorce much more quickly too.
0: Right. So, so again, now look, let's take a step back. In Louisiana, domestic violence is defined as basically violence, a mm. battery, an assault on someone who you're living with in the household. Yeah. Um, if there's kids in the household, there's a provision under our law that deals with child endangerment um, that heightens the penalties. Um, by the way, national federal issue if you are convicted of any domestic violent crime doesn't have to be what we call an enumerated one we've covered this before right it doesn't have to be called a domestic battery but if you get convicted of any crime that is domestic domestically violent in nature the supreme court of the united states has said hey under the federal law that deals with domestic violence and firearms you don't get to possess a firearm anymore that's correct and that by the way that's a big stake for a lot of our clients that are accused of these crimes is it's not that they're unwilling to plead guilty to something, but it's that if they get convicted or plead guilty, they no longer can possess a firearm under federal law. That's right. Um, so yeah, these are tough, tough, tough cases. Now in Louisiana, we have a division. We have misdemeanors, which are judge trials and felonies, which are jury trials right so if the domestic violent crime raises to the level of a felony you get a jury in Louisiana Um, so it's a good question right because it seems like this this movement to eradicate domestic violence to expose it to bring it to light to to eradicate it it seems like it would be a lot easier with all these laws that we're making but the truth of the matter is is the burden of proof is the burden of proof that's right And so at the end of the day, what you're left with is, and and what do you do about the uncooperating witness? What do you do about the uncooperating witness that recants, that changes their tune? You can't do anything with that, really. What we've we've observed, Richard Sprinkle, what we've observed is some agencies are prosecuting the victim for recanting. Oh, that's just great. So it's a crime to file a false police report. Well, yeah, yeah. It's a crime. It's a crime to do an affidavit legend well, that's
1: falsifying a court document, essentially. Yeah, I mean, it so, could be perjury. Yeah.
0: And so now we're prosecuting victims that recant. Now, that's a double edged sword, right? Are they recanting because it never really happened? And so we're punishing them because they lied. Or are we punishing them because they lied in the sense that they're afraid to move forward?
1: Because at the end of the day, I mean, look. We're also struggling with a very are big... are we punishing somebody who may or may not have caught a beatdown? That's the part that bothers well, me. Well, love is a confusing thing.
0: Hey, it sure is. So part of this is that weird, indescribable, emotional love between two human beings that, mm. that transcends the beatdown. Yep. Um, and I don't mean that humorously. No, no, it's... I mean, it's a thing. He's beat you four times, but maybe on the fifth time he's changed.
1: I can, I can change him. Yeah. So
0: part of the part of the issue is now is the fact that victims are being prosecuted going to diminish the likelihood that they're gonna call the police? Because if they know No. They're
1: not thinking that far down the road. I don't know, man. The ones Uh, the well, the the alleged victims I've met aren't thinking that far down the road. That's way too many chess moves. Way too many chess moves. I I'm seeing we got in a fight, get this guy out of the house kind of thing that's that's well, what i'm seeing well and look at the end of the day at the end of the day
0: these the criminal justice system deals with these crimes the w- same way they should theoretically deal with any crime right They're it's a crime there, there are elements, the elements. To, yeah they're the elements of the crime oftentimes the elements are essentially it's a battery mm-hmm. and you have to prove that there was a domestic relationship between the two living under the same roof right not necessarily related yeah 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 man i do a lot of domestic violence work and i got to tell you it's it's hard sometimes because there are times where my clients come in and I absolutely 100 percent believe that they had nothing to do with this. And it right. was just a and, and look, that's what I'm getting at is or what I'm about to get at is we're also going inside the household and we're opening the doors of the household. We're de- opening the doors of the household and we're taking issues that are, quote unquote, fights mm-hmm. because a man and a woman or, or spouses, not a man and a woman. Spouses. Article 89 is gone. Yeah. We're we're okay with spouses fighting. Not necessarily physically fighting, but we're okay with spouses fighting and disagreeing. What I get uncomfortable with is this. It's like any fight. Yeah. If somebody starts a fight and they lose, it doesn't mean that they're necessarily the victim. And I say that across gender lines. Sure. And, And oftentimes I wonder... Now, there's another layer... Substance abuse, alcohol, drugs—how much does that contribute to all of this, this craziness? Um, but I gotta tell you, man—I gotta tell you, these—it's a good question that we got because it is, in fact, difficult to prosecute these as well
1: as to defend them. These things are difficult all the way through the criminal justice system. Trivia question: What are the two most dangerous calls police can ever get? I would guess one is a domestic. Sure, the other one's a traffic stop. Really? Yeah. Those are the two things that most police say scare them the most, um, because when they go do the domestic, they have no they idea don't know what they're, what they're walk going into. Right. That's right. That's right. They they're gonna go they gotta go in a house. There may be weapons in the house, there may be dogs in the house. They I've talked to officers that have had the quote unquote uh, victim jump on them and start beating on the cops. So it's easy it's easy when you're looking at one person that's huddled in a corner and beaten.
0: Well, that's one thing. Right. But Think about being a police officer when you're looking at two human beings and one saying, no, that person hit me and pushed me, you know, or the other person saying, no, 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 she started it or he's. Yeah. I mean, it's a flip of a coin scenario. Now, yeah. often what police officers will do is they'll err towards the call mm-hmm. and they'll make the arrest in relation to the call. Now, sometimes I'm I, i I'm not joking. Sometimes they'll arrest both of them. Sure. You know, and, and look, in our in our jobs, ladies and gentlemen, if you, if both parties are arrested, that may be a wake up call by the police, their way of saying, hey, right. you guys need to knock this stuff out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, now, look, the police have access to how many times has somebody been called out to a sure, property? Sure, sure, sure. And then and then another layer of this is if you are a victim that cries wolf a lot. And it's the fourth or the fifth time. I mean, if they
1: see four calls to the same address and there's no dispositions in the in the rap sheets, none, that usually means everything got dropped every time somebody called. Right. You ever watch Breaking Bad? Oh, did I? There's a Breaking Bad speech about
0: half measures. Yeah. Do you remember that speech? I don't, but I bet you do. Okay. so the the former cop who is now a criminal component of the of the drug process mike is his name i believe oh i love mike so so mike yeah. is giving a speech and i actually watch better call Saul, so i don't yes, know that exactly so, so is who's the 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 guy dying of cancer what's his character's name not oh that was not, uh, not Heisen- walter walter yeah he's giving he's giving walter a speech about half measures and he's talking about how he used to be a beat cop and there was this one guy that would always beat this one lady and it's like the second or third time and he arrests the dude and the guy starts singing Oh Danny Boy in the backseat and it just rubbed him the wrong way <laughs> and so he takes oh, the guy no. to the middle of nowhere pulls out his gun and he goes that's it mm. it's over it's done the guy's pissing himself he's crying yada 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 and Mike decides to let him live and sure enough the next time he's called beat out her
1: again, beat I? her to death
0: Oh, man. And Mike says, and it's, it's a, look, I'm not doing the story justice, but Mike says the line, no more half measures. Yeah. And I got to tell you, you know, the other side of this is we represented folks before that are accused of killing the domestic violent person mm-hmm. that, that they've had enough and they snap or they act in self-defense. Yeah. And, you know, and that's, that's tough to prosecute and that's tough to defend too. Sure. You know, there's a phrase, battered woman syndrome or yep. battered person syndrome. hmm You know, how do you, how do you, I mean, this is just a tough, for as many laws as we have made to protect human beings from domestic violence, it doesn't change the fact that these are very, very, very difficult cases both
1: to defend and to prosecute. If you think about it, the domestic relationship of two people who say, all right, I trust you enough to live in a house." with a locked door where nobody else can come running in if, if either one of us needs help. It's it's a, a lot of trust to give to the other person. If you break it down and, and just dig into people's most basic instincts, that's a lot of trust. So the problem with these domestic violence calls or these domestic violence crimes is they are a breach of, of one of those fundamental trusts. That's what makes them so icky. That's what makes them so gross. You know whether it's male beating female, female beating male, or any mixture of the two, um, it's it's just always gross. You know, just because you enter into a relationship with someone does not mean it's okay for that person to beat up on you. Well, and, and a lot of things go into this. You know, why you would allow something like that? I mean, that's another yeah. psychological. I get I get being caught off guard that first time, and. I could even get being caught off guard the second time. But after that, I don't see, you know, you might forgive and forget the first time. And then lo and behold, a year later, something bad happens. And, you know, for me, that's got to be it. If I'm in that situation, I'm like, that's it. I'm done. I am finished. I always said I'd be out the first time. But, you know, you might forgive somebody based on what the situation was. I, I don't know.
0: Well, there's the storm and then there's the calm. Right. I'm not, I'm not saying you're wrong. I think what happens is you get into a fight. There's some domestic abuse. There's some violence. And then the storm is over. And you start thinking about, in, in the storm, it's easy to say, I'm leaving. I'm not putting up with this. But when the storm's over and everybody's talking nice to each yeah. other and this will never happen again and I love you and yada, yada, yada. It's hard to leave in the calm. Yep. And then if you add in the fact that you may be talking about somebody's somebody's kids. Yeah. You know. But nonetheless, it's a good question. We felt the need, folks. We felt the need to play with this question because, you know, after all, we did say to everybody that, hey, if you send us in a good question, we'll we'll try to tackle it. And and look, man, I tell you, Richard. Oftentimes these cases become attempted murders. Yeah. Oftentimes these cases become homicides. Yeah. Um. You know, and again, going back to the self-defense component. You know, self-defense in Louisiana, reasonable force. Mm-hmm. You know, if somebody's giving you a beat down to the point of almost killing you. And by the way, domestic if violence in f- may if you include... you are in fear for your life... Yeah, domestic violence could include child abuse. Yeah.
1: I mean... It, it, was, it very often does include It that. was interesting to me when they changed
0: the law to include child endangerment if kids are in if the house. kids are in the house now the, the law in Louisiana yeah. is written a little weird because it doesn't mean that the kids have to be in the zone of danger they just have to be in the house right which I guess if you live in a trailer no offense to anybody lives in trailers trade some trailers are lovely if you live in a trailer where it's close quarters the kids are in immediate harm but mm-hmm. if you live in a house where the kids are like you know 20 yards away not 20 yards but 20 feet it's a big house man. they may be I don't live in a house that big <laughs> I'm just trying to make it after right. after a trip to Spain. Right, right, right. But, but point being, point being, it, yeah. So, great question deserves a great coffee mug, maybe two. We're going to give him two. Okay, we're going to give him two. I'm not going to drop any
1: names because we, we will keep anonymity. But, but you know this guy, right? I mean, yeah. You know, I mean, look, we don't we don't share people's names because you never know. Uh, you, we don't share people's names because we're lawyers. That's why we don't do it. We'll just leave it at that. Now.
0: Let's talk a minute about getting these mugs. If you've enjoyed the sweet sounds of Richard and I, what you can do is you can go to Facebook mm-hmm. or Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like the pages. Mm-hmm. You can go to www.legallyunfiltered and catch season one and two. It's
1: about time to, to open up to season you know, three. Wait, I mean, we got the holidays coming. That's when we'll slow down. Fair warning. I feel Fair like we warning. have a special Christmas episode coming up. We just might. Christmas law
0: movies. Ooh. Now, there's not really a lot of those.
1: No, there could be <laughs> no, but favorite Christmas movies. I mean, diehards up there, you know,
0: is that really? Chris, a, I mean, he's a law enforcement
1: officer. Christmas at Nakatomi Plaza, man. It's Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> um, so go to the website and then check us out. And look, if you've got a burning topic or legal issue in the media that you want to talk to, talk to us to talk about. Excuse me. All you got to do is drop an email to the Gmail account. i W. I'm sorry. Legally unfiltered at gmail.com. I'm having one of those moments. That's all right. So, and we can we can chat about it. Now yeah. look, now look, now look. Domestic violence is very, 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 very serious. Yeah. So not, if there was. We're some, not going to joke about yeah, it. Yeah. We we sure. tried to be as serious about this episode as we could while answering a very valid. You know, it, it's the question I get asked all the time: is why is it so hard? Why don't we do a better job
1: prosecuting these cases? And well, the question we get that question. We also get the question if from a client that says, why is it they just take the other person's side immediately? And well, the issue in the instance where she has a shiner. Sure. Yeah, sure, sure. If, if, if if she's all bloodied up and bruised and, you know, looking like the, uh, looking like the Auburn defense after the last LSU game, then yeah, I get it. But, um, well, you know, that, that does raise the point. Document, document, document. Yes.
0: If you are the victim of a domestic crime, and you get out of the woods of the situation, the danger is is over, take immediate pictures. If the police officers don't, and, and we do advocate for you calling the police. Absolutely. If the police officers don't take pictures of your face, of your body, of the bruising, the swelling, whatever, take a picture. Mm-hmm. If you need medical treatment or attention, go, go get it, it. Go get yes. it. Um, you know, yeah, just, just a messy, messy area of law. messy crime and look I again I'll reiterate this is one of those crimes that society has said we don't tolerate yeah no quarter no in as much as we have difficulty prosecuting this. right you know and look rape. I'm not analogizing rape but rape has some of the same components if you don't have physical evidence it's a he said she said in a consensual issue these are rough cases guys Mm -hmm. so great topic Great discussion. Yeah. Happy to be back in Baton Rouge. Yeah, happy I mean, to have you back man. I mean, I tried to do a live feed from the Mediterranean What happened scene. with that? What happened with I, that? I thought it would be a little douchey. So uh, that's about it for that, this episode of Legal. That stopped you? Yeah. That, that stopped you? <laughs> Franz Borchardt. That's about it for this episode of Legal and You've been listening to the sweet sounds of Franz Borchardt and Richard Sprinkle. Have a great week and check us out next Wednesday at 10.30. The views and opinions expressed in Legally Unfiltered do not constitute legal advice. If you would like legal advice on the topics that we've discussed, send us money. That's right. Go ahead and retain us. Do not, kids, try this at home.